0: hi everyone this is podcast Tours. i'm your host grace
1: hi i'm yoshi and i'm joshua
0: so today is our first podcast episode and so um let's just dive right in um give a little introduction of ourselves and yeah so i'm grace (laughs) and i'm a sophomore at msu right now i'm from troy which is a suburb in michigan by detroit um yeah. Fact about you. Fun fact about me is that I broke my sister's leg when she was a baby.
1: Like, how old is she?
0: She was like months old. I sat on her.
1: How old were you?
0: Like, I was like two. Oh,
1: okay. you okay. so fat. <laughs> it's not like recent where you just like purposely like broke her leg or
0: something. No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> okay, Yoshi?
2: Hi, my name is Yoshi. Kind of, yeah. Um, I'm a senior at Michigan State studying marketing um, from Canton, Michigan, which is a suburb outside of Detroit, like Grace, similar to Grace. A fun fact about me, I'm allergic to practically everything. I'm allergic to gluten, eggs, dairy, and nuts. So that's a little bit about me. That's nuts, bro. Um,
1: nice. Uh, my name is Joshua. <laughs> he nice to my allergies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm currently a sophomore here at Michigan State studying marketing um fun fact about me oh i'm from born, yeah born in arcadia but moved around a lot but mostly raised in california What's a fun fact about me i i used to read a lot but i don't anymore fun fact
0: that's a fun sad fact
1: yeah <laughs> sad <laughs>
0: um all right so yeah we just had a spring break last week and so let's just kind of talk about a spring break um josh how was your spring break it
1: was great um i got to went back to california saw a lot of close friends old friends and brought some new college friends around town and just visited you know some of the places i love the most um very relaxing no worries at all um no interviews no internship worries for a week which is good didn't think about school so that was nice yeah,
0: i saw that you and savannah were uh like in la together or something how was that
1: it was fun so um side side note savannah also a friend of ours um she was on a work trip with her mom so she had a oh, day free a work trip i didn't know that for her mom i didn't know that yeah um so yeah she's obviously been a california or like in the la area before but she's never been to griffith observatory which i took her there absolutely beautiful uh went to santa monica and rodeo drive uh in beverly hills i miss la yeah but then i i had another meeting right after that so i had to leave her at very quick but one thing the gas prices oh my goodness is it like a lot worse than this here there dude it's like seven dollars no yeah it's horrible (laughs)
0: I thought that gas prices in Florida were bad, but How much was it? It was like we were looking for the cheapest which was probably like 3.99 and like even Still. that we were like scouring for 3.99 but yeah, I saw like pictures of like the California gas prices I I'm like oh my gosh. Average
1: is like 650. Like 7 is like what what was in like Rodeo driving like, near the area. Jeez. Mm-hmm. What was like your favorite moment from the spring break from the spring break? I saw like a lot of my friends who I haven't seen in like 2 or 3 years That's since cool. covid happened and yeah. just basically they they are they're all like international students like they're from like all over country like some european like asian students, but I haven't seen them in like 2 or 3 years and it was great to see them.
2: Damn. What did you guys do? That was fun.
1: Did everything. We went to the bars, went to a few, like, basketball games, um, just, you know, did
2: I'm stuff jealous. with friends. Yeah.
0: Cool. Um, Yoshi, what did you do over spring break? Um,
2: I chilled out mostly. I kind of just stayed at home, um, but I got to hang out with, like, a lot of my friends who go to Michigan and Ann, Ar- Ann Arbor, which was really, really nice because I haven't seen them in a while, and then... Um, I had some job interviews because gotta be a, gotta be a big boy now. <laughs> um, but those went really really well, and then just kind of spending time with like my mom, my dad, because um I only have like a certain amount of time till like I graduate. Uh, so like that was kind of a big reason as why I stayed home. So yeah.
0: Nice, wait, wait.
2: Grace. How was your spring break? <laughs> how was your spring oh, break? Oh, thank Grace? you for
0: asking. Um, so me and my friend group took a road trip down to Fort Lauderdale from Michigan from Michigan. It was uh, Like 24 hours in the car. So the car ride itself like honestly, I don't really remember the way there It just like feels like a fever dream, but um, We stayed in a house like about like 20 minutes away from like Fort Lauderdale and so Like the days we wanted to go out and have fun We just took a drive to Fort Lauderdale and then days like other days. We just wanted to chill out We just stayed at the house which had a pool and did our own thing. Um, It was very fun. I mean, like everybody and their moms were there, but it was still like, I don't know. It was just like a good time. It was my first time in Florida too. So that was interesting.
2: What was the craziest thing that happened in the spring break?
0: There's a lot of things that happened. Like to pinpoint the craziest thing, that's hard. Okay, well like one of my friends um, broke our shower door. So that was terrible. Um, There's glass everywhere in the bathroom. Uh, Another thing that happened was we went to one of the bars, Capone's. Oh, also the lines for the bars are crazy. Like insane. Yeah, I know. It's spring break, but still, I was like, oh my gosh. But we went to this one bar, Capone's, and the dj just loved me my friend was like oh shout out michigan state so he shouted out michigan state and then i got the dj to shout out go green baby yeah i like, half the bar was like yeah go green go wait. and then i got him to shout out my name and then he's like yeah grace in the house let's go and then <laughs> we were like <laughs> all hanging out by like the bar and dj-ish and um he asked me what i'm drinking and i just go like oh like a vodka lemonade and he's like okay okay and he he, he takes my cup and he start he takes like gray goose starts pouring the gray goose into my cup and so i got a cup full of gray goose now and so then i go bring it back to my friends and like pour some in their cups and then just like i'm just sipping on gray goose And then, like, five minutes later, he comes up to us again with two cans of, like, Red Bull that are ready to be shotgunned. And so me and my friend take a shotgun of Red Bull, and then I put – like, I left a little bit of Red Bull so I could use it as, like, a chase for the Grey Goose. And then, like, five minutes later, he pours my entire friend group shots. And so we had a lot of free drinks that night, but it didn't really (laughs) end up too well. Like, maybe, like, 20 minutes later, I was, like, very drunk. My friends were getting me, like, water – And then I I was like, I have to throw up. And it was a very busy bar, so there's not really much wiggle room for me. So I threw up in my mouth. I kept my (laughs) mouth closed. And then I I, I tried to go to the bathroom as fast as I could. I threw up in there, and then we left. And we had, like, a car, and so one of our friends was sober. And I threw up in the parking lot. And then we get going, and I throw up outside of the car, While there's like cops roaming on everywhere (laughs) and then i eventually like pass out in the car until we got home the moment i wake up and we're like home i have to throw up again outside of the house and then i just passed out for the rest of the night
2: what a great first impression you have of grace Jew here dude um grace Jew is 21 years old for those who are asking (laughs) for legal purposes (laughs) she is 20 years old 21 years old (laughs) but well, that's so cool
0: I'm 21 and thriving I'm from Fishers, Indiana actually <laughs>
2: yeah, no. isn't that the really dangerous place?
0: no, Fishers, Indiana is one of the best cities in Indiana fun fact
1: have you been there? well obviously you're from actually
0: there. I drove through oh yeah yeah I'm from there and we drove through on our way down from um, East Lansing to Florida that's so nice. I gotta see my hometown again which is cool
2: <laughs> love it <laughs> Damn. Now <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast, she says she's from this place from
0: the <laughs> suburb of Metro Detroit.
2: <laughs> but no, she's from Fisher, Indiana. That sounds super fun, yeah, though. Like now That crazy.
1: sounds like a spring break. Would you ever consider going back?
0: A lot of people were like, oh, get me out of here, get me out of here. But I think it's because they stayed in Fort Lauderdale, and so they couldn't get away from, like, the mm-hmm. craziness. Um, I would definitely go back, but I don't think I will be going back because, like, I've already experienced it once. Like, time for, like, the next thing. So... Yeah i think we want to go to nashville though maybe not for spring break but like we stopped by nashville on our way back and just the vibes of di- downtown nashville the people it was like really cool and fun and good vibe so definitely want to like extend my stay at nashville
2: super cool jumping on that <laughs> blowing up to that what is the craziest spring break story that you ever had i ever had or yeah like, i have a story in mind but i'm <laughs>
1: curious to hear yours you know as a very tame person I'd i think like... i'm
2: tame too but i never <laughs> <laughs> i dude i i don't have any
1: like, really no that's fair
2: have you ever been like have you ever been somewhere tropical for spring break because like i haven't really been at many places except like for spring break i don't usually do anything like big but i had one time where i went kind of crazy <laughs> well this this isn't for you're talking
0: about brazil yeah. okay
1: this isn't for spring break but we used to do like family trips where we go to like thailand oh, okay for, that's cool like winter break is like really warm there and we usually rent out this like like villa or villa
0: yeah
1: villa villa um yeah it's just like you have this whole like beach to yourself and like the whole family would just be there so like that's that's what we do but nothing crazy
2: why are you fucking... You just so spat water in me.
0: You're copying me.
2: I was thirsty. Excuse <laughs> you. Do you want to hear about my story? I want to hear it. Oh, God. Chris is great first impressions for me, too. Um, So I went on a study abroad trip two years ago, like, the week before COVID hit, like, everybody. I went to, like, Brazil for spring break in, like, Rio de Janeiro, and... Um, I want to go so bad. I feel no, like it's fantastic. So it's great. Um, like, I saw, like, the Christ, the Redeemer, you know, like, the Jesus statue and whatnot. But for, like, context, in Brazil, like, in in, in Brazil, like, I can kind of get around and talk to people because, like, my, my father, my mom, and my brother were all born in Brazil. Um, and so when I was there, I was able to like kind of communicate, which is really, really cool. And this is the first time I've been there without like my parents and stuff. So I actually got to experience like the nightlife there, which is really cool, too much fun. <laughs> and so like every night we went to like, these kind of like chiller bars, um, which was super fun. And then the last night we went to like a club. So much fun, oh my God. And when we went to this club, it was all the students that were on the study abroad trip it was our tour guide went with us (laughs) and and we had like brazilian students that were also in our class because we we did class like at this like university in brazil and they also came too. so everybody came out and we were all there it was like four guys and we're all like okay we're all gonna buy four rounds of shots for each other so i go to the counter and like It's so cheap there, by the way, because the American dollar is, like, worth, like, a lot more than, like, uh, a real there. And so I go to the counter, and I order four shots. And, like, I, like, kid you not, bro, like, the shot glass is, like, like, this big. It's, like, this big, and it's, like, almost, like, the size of this, like, fucking thing, dude. It's ridiculous, right? So I'm watching him pour all the shit in, and I'm looking at him like, oh, fuck, dude. (laughs) I'm like, fuck me. So... I, like, take the first one, and I'm like, okay, we're good. So I take, like, three more, so we're at four. And I made a lot of good friends on this trip. <laughs> Define good. <laughs> and so these great friends wanted to buy me more shots because, oh, nice yeah, because also, because I have a lot of food allergies, like, they don't know what to get me. So they're <laughs> like, okay, we will just get you shots because you know that you can have shots. So I probably had, like, seven to eight of those, right? Oh, wow which is like, like the, the big boy like doubles oh, yeah wow. probably doubles yeah and <laughs> funny story was that i was like there and one of my classmates was getting hit on by like a brazilian dude but he had like a wing woman right and this like wing this wing woman like spoke like kind of like broken english so he was she was trying to like communicate between those two right and me as well I'm the exact opposite cuz I can speak English but I also know like broken Portuguese. So it's like us two like trying to communicate amongst each other to try to like get the information from one person to another, right? So we're we're doing that and then my classmate says to the, <laughs> my classmate says to the girl and I'm like gone at this point, right? My classmate says to the girl and it's like, "Okay, like I'll kiss this guy if like you make out with like with like me." <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and then we, like, <laughs> made out. <laughs> Let's go. So that was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool college fit. I mean, um, that's wild. And then, and then like, like, they kissed, and then I was, like, ready to go. And so <laughs> I get on the Uber, and, like, I feel fine. Like, I'm feeling fantastic. And I get in the Uber, and, like, the roads are, like, super bumpy in Brazil. Also, like, Uber's, like, two bucks. It's, like, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So... We're, like, going down the road in Brazil and it's all bumpy and shit. And I'm, like, oh, shoot, I do not feel well, right? So, like, I, like, roll down the window and my head is, like, peeking out the window because I'm, like, I'm not throwing up in the car, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, my head is just out the out the window and he pulls up to the hotel and he's, like, trying to pull up the window and my head is just <laughs> getting <laughs> it's like my head is getting stuck in between the top and he's just banging on it and so i'm like shit dude so like i get out of the car i get out of the car i somehow make it inside like the hotel bathroom and i throw up in the bathroom there and then i black out and i don't remember like getting into the elevator to go upstairs and i went to like i i like remember waking up in like my I don't know if it was my bathroom or someone else's bathroom and I'm laying down on the bathroom floor like this and I'm like oh it's like I'm like laying down in like water but <laughs> 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 it's my throat it's uh, no! like <laughs> oh. <laughs> yosh <laughs> oh and so you know you know Annie Annie Wong yeah she's the one that stayed up the whole night to take care of me that wow. night wow so she that, was on the trip as well yeah so that's how we, uh, that's how I met Annie Wong <laughs> Yeah, and, like, that's why, like, I'm forever in debt to her. Like, like I'm not even joking. Like, yeah. she stayed up the whole night to make sure I was okay. And she told me that, like, I was just laying down, like, near the toilet. And I was just, like, whispering, like, Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> <around> <laughs> my that's way. how fucked I was, dude. It was crazy. Yeah. So um, I, I wake up the next day. And, like, I'm still, like, throwing up. Like, it's so bad, bro. Like, I cannot, like, keep, like, water or anything down for me. Um, and, like, my friends think I got drugged, which is, like, a possibility, but I don't know. And then the, everyone's, like, super concerned because, bro, I'm in, like, I'm in, like, compression shorts. And I'm, like, hopping, like, in and out of the shower, like, every 15 minutes to try to sober up. And I'm not sobering up, bro. <laughs> in the morning? Yeah, in the morning, Dude. bro. Like, the morning after. So, like, I'm, like, dying there. And so they finally call, they finally call the lady, like, the, the instructor, down to see me. So she sees me and like I'm in like really bad shape, <laughs> and she gives me like medicine and stuff. And so I muster the courage, like uh, like afterwards, like pack my shit up because that's the last day before we're going on the plane. So I pack my shit up, and I somehow make it onto the bus. But we are not going to the airport right away. But we need to check it out of that out of that hotel and go to a different one because we're spending the day on the beach that day. It's the only day we went to the beach. I did not spend the time on the beach, <laughs> but. So we're on our way to the next hotel, and I'm, in, I'm like, in the bus, and then I'm, like, shit, like, the roads are bumpy, and I'm like I'm, like, fucked. Oh. So I go to the back. Thank God the, the bus has a bathroom. So I'm sitting on the bathroom floor. I have my oh. arm right here on the toilet. Just, so like, disgusting. yeah, bro, I'm, like, dying, bro. Seriously, like, this is a story. We get to the hotel, and I'm, like, waiting in the lobby, and then I go up to my room, and I literally just, like, fall over into my bed and then the next moment my roommate's waking me up he's like bro we're leaving and i'm like what <laughs> he's like bro we're like we're going to the airport i was like what the hell? like i just missed going to the did beach. you feel better then like when you were i did up. feel a little bit better so then we take the bus to the airport and like i didn't throw up i actually i was like fine make it to the airport got on the plane i was like really nervous i was gonna like fucking die on the plane and then i make it like home without throwing up which is like insane but like if i didn't if we had class that day i would have gotten some serious trouble with like the school damn (laughs) but that yeah that's like the whole story of like brazil that's like a side of yoshi i've never heard yeah
0: that's crazy i wish i would have seen you in that state
1: this better happens like next weekend for yeah i'm looking forward to it we're we're, we're in the same bedroom too so like yeah hopefully at formal we see him
0: fucked up (laughs)
2: just if i secure my job next week oh <laughs> i will go crazy
0: if you get an email and it's like okay we want to give you an offer we're going hard that night
2: dude i would go crazy bro you don't understand i don't know if i'll go crazy like that but <laughs> no dude brazil is so much fun though but i have to hear it that is like the craziest probably one of my craziest college stories dude, it sounds yeah. crazy
0: is there a place that you guys like would really want to go to like top of the bucket list type place? For me it's like Hawaii and Greece are definitely up there out of the places I've never been to.
1: I think for me it's like Kentucky. Like <laughs> like hold on, I'm going to explain cuz I'm going to explain. Um for me like I think my dream of like my future Ranch. Yeah, no literally I like it, I, have I told you before? It's like I want to be able to, like chop my own wood, like fire, like warm my own water, grill my own like cucumbers it's, or some shit. It's
0: so weird, but like I understand where you're coming from because like you've always lived in the city, and so you want like some right. peace and quiet. But like I'm telling you, we drove through Kentucky. There is nothing. Oh, you to went to do. Kentucky. We drove right through Louisville. Nothing was to right. do there. Beautiful.
2: There's like beer gardens in Lexington. Because my roommate interned in Lexington. Mm. Um, so if you're into that, that's cool. Beer gardens? Yeah. I it's basically like means. just a place where you drink beer. It's different kinds of beer, oh, I damn. guess. I don't know. But for me, I might be I might be going to Hawaii this summer, actually. So fun fact. Um, <laughs> um, like Hawaii is really fun. Or like I, that's a place I really want to go to. I really want to go to London because I really like soccer. I'm so jealous of like John. John looks like he's living his best yeah. life right now.
0: John and Milan is like the person I strive to be. Honestly.
2: Bro, dude. He's like at every single soccer game and I'm like shit, oh, dude. So like I wanna... uh, but I don't know what else I would want to go to. Australia would be cool mm-hmm. too. But I wanna do like a road trip across like like Montana. And, like, Wyoming and go to, like, all the national parks, like Yellowstone and stuff. Mm. And then maybe, like, stop, like, at, like, Washington State and see my brother and then drive back. That would be sweet.
0: That would be cool. You bring up the national, like, parks, whatever. When we were driving through Kentucky, right off the highway, there's, like, a sign for this place called, like, Mammoth Cave or something, something. And I was like, oh, we should stop there. Like, make a pit stop. But I was looking at the pictures online and it looks so dope. They're, like, underground caves and, like, they're beautiful, huge so that's like something you could do in kentucky if you end up living there
1: <laughs> I, th- I was i thought you're gonna go like oh it looked nothing like the photos but that's good to hear yeah at least
2: i i i have, I have like a something to do that's cool you, have, you want the simple life though to be honest I do. with you, but,
1: like not forever but like for like probably five years
2: yeah makes sense i don't know
0: so where would you guys want to like raise your kids in like the city in the country what's the kind of the end goal there
1: I got it all planned out. Go ahead. Um, I think for the first few years, obviously, I, I, like maybe till elementary school, I wouldn't mind them staying at home, like teaching them personally or having like my wife or whatever to do. So, um, elementary school, middle school, probably somewhere like in the, like a suburb, like near the city, but like, you know, like near the coast. High school, I'll definitely send them back to my boarding school. That's like, Dang. yeah, that's like, that's what I want to do. In college where they decide to go
0: did you did you really like that boarding school Loved it. like what do you think was like the biggest thing you gained from it
1: sorry i just like came down the stairs i'm like still <laughs> <laughs> i'm like trying to sound calm but, like i'm like trying to catch my breath
2: <laughs> <to> run, bro <laughs>
1: jesus um i can you repeat the question
0: like what's the biggest thing you've gained from the boarding school
1: i think the um connections and just the um it's a different high school experience than everyone else's. I'm still super tight with all my teachers. Like I went back over break and visited my campus, and like just the area of where it is. It's in Ojai, California. It's like this little town where like a lot of celebrities go and buy houses because no, not a lot of paparazzi's go there. Like it's like a very secluded area, but near downtown or like it's close to LA. We only had a hundred kids in the school. Wow,
0: that's small. It's, like,
1: a lot of high schools like marching band, basically. So. If you want to try anything like you want to play basketball you want to play baseball you want to be in the field, oh, you have the chance to do so and what we have like we have a great equestrian program we have a lot of horses oh wow um horse a lot boy. of like a lot of like um great connections like all over the world
0: josh is a horse boy josh is a horse boy <laughs> it's
1: a i'm gonna can i follow up with that sure uh, without going with the horse boy <laughs> oh he's, he's, hurt. he's hurt he's hurt he wants to expand on it yeah no um so getting called a horse girl <laughs> is um in that area of like we're at california like, la it's a great compliment it oh looks, really it looks like oh you're nice you look nice you, you oh, look wow. like you look like you have like few horses in your stables and oh i see it's I see. like you're nice basically
0: nice like oh like you're rich basically so it's okay. like a great
1: compliment um came here for freshman year second semester i was in the dorms i was talking to this girl like chatting her up and like she gave that she gave me that vibe and i was like you look like a horse girl <laughs> oh, no. she, she's from illinois oh shoot. by the way <laughs> um and she gasped and looked at me dead in the eyes and said, oh my god I cannot believe you just called me a horse girl and like stomped away I had to like chase back after I was like I, I was like starting I was yeah. like this is supposed to be a fucking compliment like I don't know why that's you're so funny. taken back and she's like no like you're telling me like she's showing me like she searched I'm on Google like what a horse girl means and it's like this like girl in like school with, like all dressed up but like in class and like like only talks about horses like you basically call me that I'm like no it's like a fucking compliment like just take it and it didn't end up well
0: that's so funny like that's like a culture shock because to like yoshi and i horse girl is like it's like bullying her almost really? like really yeah like if you say somebody's like looks like a horse girl like it's just you think they're so weird and like what stuff like
1: yeah i w- I didn't know that I and mean, like every girl in like california like wants to be called a horse that's girl. crazy
2: that's yeah. very different but, yeah. sidetrack but yeah no that's cool that's so cool that's very interesting that your school is only 100 kids your high school 100 kids yeah so that's crazy the student to faculty ratio
1: is like one to five my god so everyone's super tight obviously no secrets in the school yeah whatever happens happens everyone knows i see but your best friends with your teachers um notable alumni come back all the time and like just you know it's great
0: do you have you ever been in public school
1: I don't remember. Like I think like first grade. Okay. Oh no, actually um when I was growing up in California like elementary school, I was in um
2: public school. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cuz like I have only gone to public school my entire <laughs> life. Yoshi, have you?
2: Same, same, same.
0: <laughs> so I think I'd only send like my kids to public school because I think there's just saying like a lot of life lessons to learn going through public school. So it's really interesting hearing like that you're like, "Oh, I wanted to send them to the boarding school I went to." Mm-hmm. um but anyways yoshi would you what do you want to? what do you want for your kids yeah what do you want with your
1: kids? where when what bro i need a girlfriend <laughs> first <laughs>
2: um don't we all for for me um i think for, I, like personally like if i look at my trajectory or whatever i want to like i'd prefer to live in like a downtown in a city when i'm younger and then Settle down in, like a suburb of some sort, um, and like start a family. It's a hard, it's dangerous to start a family in like a city, bro. Like, if your little, if your kids are going around downtown with all these homeless people, uh, yeah. you know, like you never know what could happen. Um, not saying homeless people are bad, so mean like, the majority, I guess. Um, but I think that's like more so what I would personally want, I guess. Um, besides that, like I don't have like a road map though, because for me. Like I'm trying to be more, <laughs> wow, I'm turning this like really philosophical. I'm trying to be like more like just like present and not like worry about that kind of stuff. Dang. Like worry, like worry more about like taking it one step at a time. Cause like I had just had a conversation with somebody over break. I like actually <laughs> funny story, right? So I went to Ann Arbor, this is a complete tangent. Um, I went to Ann Arbor and it was the, it was Thursday, Thursday night. Because they, they just invited me over. And then Friday, I had my interview at 12. And it was like a presentation interview. And I did like one dry run, like practice. And then they invited me. I was like, hey, I'm going to go. <laughs> so I go to Ann Arbor. And I'm like staying up and we're like painting and shit. I said, did you see my paintings? They're so bad. Um And so we f- we're like painting or something like that. And it's me and just this other girl. And we're like talking to like 5 a.m. And she's basically... Ooh. she's basically she's basically complaining about like she's basically like just talking about how like she wants to have kids when she's like late 20s early 30s and she's never been in like a serious like relationship before you know what I mean and it's like how am I supposed to be able to like you know get to that goal that I want if like I can't start the something now like she's putting tremendous amount of stress on herself to like find something right now to like progress to that. And like a big thing for me, sorry, let me just say, a big thing for me again is like, how are you going to be able to like, you can't roadmap your life, you know what I mean? Like you're putting way too much pressure on yourself. Like you need to be just present and like, just like enjoy what you have now. And then, you know, like you'll find it when you least expect it.
0: I totally agree. But in a way, I kind of am able to like relate to her because I think a lot of girls, we think about, when we kind of, like, have a roadmap, a general roadmap in mind, I feel like I'm generalizing, but um, yeah. just because, like, if we want to have kids, there's obviously, like, that certain period yeah, of okay. time when you're, sense. like, you know, so it's, like, oh, I have to, like, get everything figured out and, like, have, like, somebody by then so that I can have kids when it's, like, the prime time because, like, I don't want to risk anything makes regarding, sense. like, kids or, not be able to have kids because like also like miscarriages are a really like serious thing and they happen a lot to a lot of women and so it's like oh if it doesn't work out the first time or maybe even the second or the third like i want to be prepared for that yeah
2: that makes sense but like but at the same time it's like
0: yeah you can't just like set a date be like you you can
2: you can kind of put a range to it i guess because like that's like the perfect time you can have a kid right but you cannot have that and apply pressure to yourself and be like stressing yourself out over it agreed you know what i mean yes because of that so i don't know that's just something
1: I well thought of. i don't know from what i'm like thinking maybe i'm like more women this way if it's like it's, it's a fair adjective i don't know i kind of have like i i think it's important for me to have a plan of where i want to go because if i'm just like walking blindly okay just, yeah I, I would feel like i don't know what direction i'm because i need to set goals like okay i I know i want like two kids but like I- i'm not setting like oh i want like you know by 2028 i want two kids you know i want i just like know like this is a general area where i want to head into yeah, makes sense. So, yeah
0: i'm very similar to josh in that way i think it's like i kind of know what i want but i like still kind of leave the door open for any opportunity that really comes my way maybe just
2: like those things aren't like a top priority for me and it's okay you and know okay, like yeah. it, like it's very interesting. I don't know. That, that's just the way I think of it. Um, I think everyone have different priorities, different goals. And, like, goals change. Priorities yeah. change. And it just comes with time, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm very different in terms of that comparative, comparative to a lot of people, though. Like, relationships and kids and stuff. Like, I might talk about it <laughs> when I'm here. <laughs> but to be honest, it's not the biggest deal in the world for me. Because, like, I just feel like there's, like, larger things that I need to worry about at the moment
0: say hypothetically you find like the woman of your dreams but she's like i don't want kids how would you react
2: that's such like it's very vague (laughs) it like it really depends on the situation yeah like personally like i want kids um but i mean there's other options you can adopt you can get a surrogate you can get other things or she doesn't want kids period
0: no kids period (laughs)
2: i wouldn't say that's a complete deal breaker because it could be literally like the most perfect person in the world for me which i mean but i feel like i won't want kids (laughs) so it might be a deal breaker right for me that's a deal breaker like
1: in order for her to be like the perfect woman she needs like we need to have the same goals
2: at least yeah yeah bro like my i don't think my brother's gonna have kids so, like, bro, it's on my shoulders to carry the, to carry yeah. the family <laughs> legacy, bro. You know what I mean? So,
1: Yoshioka lineage, like, you gotta, it's all you, baby.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Um, how about you,
1: Grace? How many kids do you want?
0: I want three. I want three. my family Grace. to be exactly, like, how I grew up. Okay. So, boys, older boys son, okay. middle Sorry. daughter, and then, honestly, I don't care what the last is. It can be a boy or a girl. Because, to be honest, growing up, like, I have a little sister, and... The one that you broke the leg. Yeah. <laughs> And I always wish she was, like, a boy so I could, like dress, like, dress him up and, like, you know, just, like, baby him around.
2: Is your fucking doll? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, almost. Like, I feel like to girls, like, when you have a younger sibling, it's, like, they're kind of your toy. And so, but I wish my toy was a boy. Respectfully. And respectfully.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep going.
0: So, yeah, like, I – uh, that's kind of what I want because I feel like with my older brother – especially him having two younger sisters, I feel like I was, I felt like I was protected and all throughout kind of like us growing up, we were, me and my brother were in very like similar type of friend groups. And so like, we kind of knew of each other. And like, sometimes I would like see his friends and like, we were chill and then like, whatever. And so they'd always like, kind of be scared to like do something wrong to me like my friends or people in my grade or whatever because they're like oh like especially because my brother worked out a lot and like power lifted so he was like on the muscular side so like i kind of had that behind my back like oh don't mess with her because then you're like messing with kelvin too um but like i mean nobody really like i don't know but anyways you're kind of nice though, yeah it's though. like kind of nice just knowing that like i have somebody kind of protecting me in a way a lot of the times he's like a second mom to me and nags me a lot like especially recently. But it's still kind of good to have, like, the feeling of somebody looking out for you. But then, like, obviously, like, with a sister and sister relationship, like, it's, ooh, it's tough. Like, the clothes thing, a lot of people who have sisters will definitely be able to relate with me. Like, the stealing clothes thing and just, like, bickering about random stuff, Um, that's tough. But I feel like as you kind of grow up, the more mature, like, siblings get and then, like, you get closer, because um, I really didn't know growing up if like me and my siblings would actually get close because we fought all the time about like stupid stuff. What did you guys like think? Because I mean, all of us have siblings. So how was your relationship as a kid and then kind of like where it is now?
1: Well, I could speak firsthand since my sister's in the you know, same household right now. But we grew up, we're a complete, like, a whole year apart. We have the same birthday, actually. Oh, um, I forgot about this. Yeah, um, That's crazy. We, we fought a lot growing up, um, but we've always been close. But it was up to, until, like, high school where I went off to boarding school and she stayed near my parents. That's where we, like, I, I know we drifted apart for a little bit. Like, it's very, like, imminent, we both knew that. Um, but it's really until very, very recently where – I have the feeling of hey, like we don't have to fight all the time anymore. I don't have to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> ju- Wait, for Josh just respects us. women. <laughs> Josh s- respects women. Respectfully, as sibling. sibling <laughs> hashtag siblings. Um, but yeah, like we fought a lot. We we fought like physically and like verbally and like just you know all around growing up. But it was really up until now where it's like I don't, don't want to hear her to hear this, but it's like it's actually kind of nice having a sister, and yeah, it's. It comes with
2: age. It does. Yeah, Makes sense. I mean, I'm different. Way different for both of you because my brother is nine and a half years older than me. So, like, wow. yeah, yeah. So, when I was, like, eight, he went to college. And so, that's already, like, a big thing because he's, like, not as home as often. So, like, I felt like I was an only child from when I was, like, eight to when I was 18. Um, and he's, like, always – it's very interesting because whenever I, like, get into his life – I'm like, this is going to be me in the next, like, 10 years. You know what I mean? Because it's a different different generation. So it's very interesting to look at. But I wouldn't really fight with my brother as much. It might be, like, me just, like, running away crying because I'm, like, this little kid, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but I was always, like, his little brother. And, like, he never treated me, like, as an equal or, like, as an, as an adult until when I got to college. And I spent, like, I spent three months with him from between my freshman and sophomore year at college i spent three months with my brother in seattle and that was like the first time where he like treated me like an equal and like we actually started getting close because um it didn't feel like there was like a difference between us like you know what i mean like he actually treated me like an actual person <laughs> rather than like some little kid
0: but also like kind of like on your brother's side like there is a big age gap so he's like oh i don't know if like Yoshi's know, she's matured enough to have like conversations that I want to have with it no
1: but adding on to that no I completely understand even though like for me and my sister our age gap isn't that much of a difference but it would be moments where we would be talking I'll be like oh my god you understand what I'm talking about (laughs) you you know what I'm saying but In my eyes, like she's always like my little sister. Like she's like this like chubby kid like from like third grade. Like (laughs) the perception of her hasn't changed, and I'll always be like, oh, like you can't do this, you can't be that. But then she would like tell me her opinion right now, and I'll be like, what? Like what are you doing? Yeah. But what is it like having an older brother? Where it's just you, you know, having I don't know. Because for me, being the older sibling, I don't really have any guidance. I'm like
2: i see like going around yeah. like trying
1: to figure out what i want to do but when in your position you could see oh maybe this is like a uh career path like a see. journey where i can take what is that like
2: yeah it's, it's very interesting because when i was younger especially going into high school like i don't i think it was like a lack of i don't know if it was a lack of maturity or like, i just was like a rebellious kid but i like not want to go into anything my brother like went to like i wanted to be a totally different than he was because it was like um, like, I wanted to just distinguish myself from him, if that makes sense. He, I remember when he went to high school, he was deciding between marching band and soccer, and he chose marching band because he's really, really good at music. And then I had the same option, and I chose soccer. <laughs> and then when I went to college, my parents and my brother were pushing me to do computer science. And then I was like, no, I want to do business. And then, same even with colleges, like at that point in my life, I was like, you know, even if I got into UMich or MSU, I probably would still go to Michigan State because I just don't want to follow like what my brother did at the time. Like now, like I can, I wouldn't say that like I'm more rebellious in terms of that. Like I would definitely follow in my brother's footsteps a little bit more, but he definitely sets the standard, right? Like him. Would you say it's more like a checkpoint or like a check mark of what do you what do you have to do?
1: Mm, like in terms of what? Like checkpoint, as in okay, I'm I was. I'm at where he was, or check mark as in, okay, I've done what he's done. I see.
2: Um, I think I just view everything in terms of like. So he's like really sick right now. Like he's like a manager at a big tech firm, and he's like a so- like a senior software manager and whatnot, right? That's like the standard. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, that's like what's obtainable for me because we come from the same roots. Like we came from the same like upbringing essentially. And so that for me is just what I aim for in terms of like my level of what I can get to in whether it's business or marketing or whatnot. Right. So that's like kind of how I view it. I don't really view it as like, okay graduate college with a 3.93 and he graduated with a 3.92 <laughs> you know what I mean I did it <laughs> exactly like the same thing like that um so that's what I did
0: do you feel any pressure like because your brother's is so successful got
1: right to now be, right? like some sort of pressure
2: I think early on in college there was a lot of pressure because especially because I didn't know what I wanted to do when I first came to Michigan State and I was still all over the place because like I mean, you guys all go through this in early hi- in early college where you, you're not necessarily sure what you want to major in, all this other stuff. like, And then you look at my brother and he's like killing it. You know what I mean? But it's obviously different stages of your life. But at that time, I'm like, damn, like that. Yeah, it definitely puts a lot of stress on you. But now it's like now maybe it's just because like I'm older, but everyone has their own path, bro. You know what I mean? But I think what like what how I view it is more like, you know my brother's done fantastic in his route i need to be fantastic in the route i do too going off that what do you think
1: defines success you know like for some people monetary like if i get really rich i'm 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 successful if i have if i'm happy some people like, if i'm happy if i'm happy i'm successful but like what do you mean success
0: i think like everybody's Definition of success is going to be completely different. But in order to feel successful, like you have to know it in your head and you have to feel that feeling that, like, you've made it. But that, like, just because you feel like you're successful doesn't mean you, like, stop dreaming or stop, like, putting goals to achieve. But I think it's like once you're like, oh, I've achieved a lot of, like, the goals that I set before myself and that I've always wanted to achieve, that's when I feel like I would know that I'm successful. It's like an internal feeling.
2: Personally, I think that like I don't think like success you should ever be satisfied. Like you never can be satisfied. Like I don't think like success is something that you can recognize for yourself. It's for other people to recognize for you. Ooh. Because
1: (laughs) until you have like a fucking statue or something. Yeah, maybe
2: I don't know. Like these things that people consider like I mean monetarily, right? You can always aim higher to be like earn more money. Um, I guess like happiness could be like a determinant whether you're happy or not but like happiness is not a stable thing you know what I mean like you're you can, you're always gonna have ups and downs of like happiness
1: that's gonna be my like new wallpaper like happiness is not a stable thing because, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no uh, like sidetracked a little bit like a lot of people are like oh I want to be happy I want to be happy all the, t- all the time that's
2: It's not n- it's not possible yeah no. just all the different accomplishments that you personally receive like you cannot recognize it for yourself as a success because that's when you become complacent Um, and then that's like when you're gonna stay stuck and you're not gonna progress on and stuff like that right like for so many people like I've had so many conversations with like underclassmen and people who are like they get these really sick internships or really sick jobs and then they're like lost because it's like I worked so hard to get to where I need to be and I obtained it but now it's like now what right it's like What do I strive for next? You know, like I I worked my whole life to get to this point and I finally achieved it. And now that I achieve it, I feel somewhat empty, even though that's considered success to that person. Right. So you can't think of it that way. Like there has to be multiple facets of your life that you're like, I need to improve upon blah, blah, Like you are never successfully like as a whole as a person, you know, that's my answer.
0: (laughs) Very good points. Josh, what about you? I think for
2: me
1: great role model a great man one says harry styles (laughs) um he in an interview where he was just talking what success means to him and he said he has a friend who told him if you're happy doing what you're doing who can tell you you're not successful and i think that just really stuck with me it's just like like he's right you know, and it's not just because I listen to his album all the time, like obviously, like Harry Styles, like whatever he says is correct. No, like think about it. If you are doing something that you love, you enjoy doing, you don't, you wouldn't care about the money because you're happy. And when you're happy that way, what makes you unsuccessful because you're doing what you love. So for me, when you, when you're doing what you love to repeat myself again, that's, that's what
2: being successful means. Let's see. I, I do agree with that point, but I want to bring up another question. Does Money by happiness Ooh,
1: That's <laughs> the question of like All ages could answer this And like that's a problem for yeah. a lot of people hmm.
0: I think money is like It definitely plays a part In Obtaining things that can make you happy But it's also like Distinguishing the difference between like Happy Long term happiness And like short term happiness if we're talking about like long-term happiness I'm guessing is what you're asking I would say no it can't because I mean you like you hear all the stories like oh people have all the money in the world but they still like feel empty feel lonely whatever or like how you're saying like you get the job you want and like probably makes good money but it's like you still don't feel happy yeah so my answer to that would be no short but expanding upon that a little bit like to me what i feel like has made me the happiest in my life is just like the people i'm surrounded by and i feel like you are very lucky if you have good people in your life that you can spend like good times with doing like literally whatever with and so that's definitely like a component of like happiness to me so yeah
1: to break that down i think i do think money does buy happiness i like this i like this um,
2: conflicting
1: for those people who like who are wealthy who, like, who are rich enough to buy whatever they want and they're still not happy i think they're spending money in the wrong places because if you put it this way this is a funny um quote that i've read somewhere like you'd rather be crying in a bugatti than like on the street with nothing um <laughs> if that makes sense uh but it's just like when you're comfortable when you know when money often is for people like a sense of like security and when you have money you, you can buy what you want you feel safe and when you don't have this worry anymore you have like you can focus on a lot of like more of the uh not like alternative where you don't have to i don't know where i'm going with this but
2: i understand what you're saying
1: though yeah it's just because um, i am have the same viewpoint yeah keep going sorry All right, i'm gonna finish finish this up it's just like how when you have the security you can worry about other stuff yeah. and Therefore, money does ha- buy happiness. Yeah. You
2: know? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I agree with you. I agree with both of your points, to be honest, because you, you bring up both points. The thing for me is, like, like again, like, the saying of, like, crying in a bugatti rather than living on the street. There's, like, a point where, like, money, like, definitively makes you in a way better position in your life if you're able to afford a house over your head, if you're able to get like clothes and food and stuff like that, like you could, okay, you could be, I guess, like considered unhappy mentally, but overall, like as a person, like if you don't have those needs, you know what I mean? Like, um, you're, that's like really, really bad comparative, you know?
0: Yeah, but money can like get rid of like the worries of like, yeah, oh, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like a house and like food, but that's not like, worry does not equal happiness like mm. no worries do not equal happiness and so if we're just simplifying it just like money and happiness i don't think money can buy happiness because mm. you could have all the money in the world and like to me if i had all the money in the world but nobody to enjoy it with yeah i'd be the most that. miserable person ever that. yeah i agree with that and so it's like money money can't really buy you like wholesome friends
2: i think it's a oh dude this it's such an interesting question to be honest with you like I, like I don't I think, think there's a right answer. Yeah, I don't think question. there's a right answer. I agree with points that you're saying and I also agree with like points, that you're, saying with, like, points that you're saying too. And I've had this conversation with lots of people and to be honest the majority of them say that money does buy happiness. which is kind of shitty. It's kind of bad. Um but uh I think like there's just a cer- there's a certain amount of money that you hit where I just feel like it like the diminishing marginal returns it just does not return. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can't do Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like there's no right answer and honestly i think once i think for the people that are really really stupid rich i feel like you only get so much enjoyment out of money to a certain degree of like making that amount there's only so much you could yeah like like what are you gonna do with all of it right so but
1: i also like grace's point yeah
2: if you spend
1: there's also like a problem with like money like when you have so much money like you don't know if your friends are real or not and i I personally i would also much um rather spend time with people yeah i enjoy and be like genuinely happy for me and vice versa for them instead of just having fake people flying around yeah, so, yeah. You know. i agree
0: so kind of going um off of like what we talked about before a little bit what we touched on about friends and stuff uh how do people really become friends and like what is like truly like a good friend what does that mean
2: I think it's en- <laughs> it's energy are <laughs> you guys bringing the same energy to the table um as well as like I, there needs to be like commonalities between like you and the other person that you guys are able to like converse about and like banter about if that makes sense
1: I think there's a big difference between being a friend and like a close friend
0: I'm talking about like close friend oh, okay
1: um shit <laughs> I'm gonna like base this off like personal experience I think I have a lot of friends like, yeah like, like like countless popular yeah but (laughs) if if i'm if i I need to count like close friends like some of my best friends i could count them like off my one yeah one single hand What, what what makes me think of them as my like closest friends i think experience like what we've gone through some of them i've gone through like not traumatic experience like one of them i've gone through like a school fire with like i literally like had to we drove through like a mountain on fire and that like what brought us closer like first off first of all that's experience. crazy yeah I'll, i mean I'll, maybe i'll go into that later yeah, but that crazy um another is like okay uh personality we might be two completely different people yep. but we enjoy the same things we we love doing we have the same hobbies we love going to the same places we might not like he's you know he's white i'm asian different backgrounds but we are one of, he's one of my best friends in the world why is that We enjoy the same things. So I think these are a few things that I really believe in what brings people together. Yeah. In terms of other, like, what? No, she was just like telling me, like, move the mic up. I was like, what? (laughs) I was so confused
2: for our audio listeners. Grace was doing the motion of
0: second (laughs) tech. <laughs> you know what? We're cutting that. <laughs> cut, cut, cut. <laughs> so funny.
2: Wait, can I go back on my point? Yeah. Because like, yeah, obviously did not go into depth whatsoever. I think for me and my close friends, it's like again, it's about the experiences that you share with them. I went on a trip with like nine people in like LA. And like some of them were acquaintances, and some of them I've known for a really long time. But like I became really good friends with all of them afterwards, and I still talk to like a lot of them, like a lot today. Also, I think some of my close friends I've just known for so long. Like some people from my birthday were from UMish, and I've known them since I was like seven or eight.
0: So you would say like time brings because, close yeah,
2: I, I do think that like contributes to it just because, like especially when it's like when you're younger friends fact uh
1: scientifically <laughs> if you're if you've been with like a friend over like six years you're most likely to be like lifelong friends oh shit that's crazy. hashtag friends fact damn
0: interesting thank you for that fact
2: that's crazy for the people that were like when i was like seven or eight i guess you could say i think it's because we have such a big understanding of like where we both came from and we like grew up together you know what i mean so like we've seen each other through like the dark times of middle school <laughs> when Yoshi's, I had a mustache. is goth phase. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, as well as just, like, high school and now even college. And we've, like, seen each other mature and, like, change over time. And we, like, still stuck together, which is really cool, too. Like, it doesn't even matter if, like, you match personalities at all sometimes. Sometimes it's literally just seeing how you end up turning out, too. Like, both of you guys and how you mature and still, like, get along. How about you, Grace?
0: um yeah we touched on a a couple like points that I would agree with regarding like my close friends like like Josh said like there's very few like my inner circle like uh, this is tough definitely like somebody you're able to kind of do both with like have nice surface level conversations and People that make me feel funny tend to be my closest friends. I don't know why, but I love.
1: Does it make you feel funny? Yeah, like they, they when they
0: laugh at my jokes, and we are like, you know, people you're able to have like really good laughs with, and like have. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you, like just, you just you just got them. into my inner circle. Let's go.
1: <laughs> for our audience, th- that's the um. <laughs> that's the key. That's the yeah. Entrance. That's the only
0: requirement. Um. But, yeah, like, having the same, like, gag code and then also being able to maintain and have, like, really, like, deep talks I think is really important. Like, I don't know. Just, yeah, like, I guess, like, time. But also, like, a couple of my, like, really close friends, like, right now, we've known each other. Like, one of them is, like, Paige, and I met her last year in the dorm. And so, like, not that much time has really passed relative to, like, everyone else in my life. But we've gotten so close, and I think it's just, like, the amount of, like, the quality time that you guys spend together is super important. So, yeah, that's kind of what I would say. But, like, maybe for me it's because, like, my love language is quality time. That's, like, what I really value, and that's, like, how the people that are really close to me are really close to me. It's because of the quality time we spend together. But, um, yeah, what are your guys's love language
2: I love this. Uh, mine wait, can you guess mine? I don't think it's physical touch.
0: Words of affirmation or quality time.
2: Mine is acts of service. Define that. Um people doing things people doing things for me that I do not expect to or yeah, people doing things for me that I do not expect to that's just like a really like convenient for me or something like that.
1: Interesting. Okay.
2: Like for example, on my birthday, some of my friends baked me bread that I could have and that Ooh. fucking that means the world to me bro Okay. because it's like they took the time to like call my mom to make sure all the ingredients were right wow. yeah and like bake it take the time to bake it and then bring it pack it and bring it to me and like have me try it it's like really dope to be yeah. honest with you Um, but not even that it could be like
1: no, that's how you know like they're really good friends Yeah,
2: yeah yeah not even that it could be just like them doing something for me like I don't know, say we're working together on like a PowerPoint and they do the majority of the PowerPoint and they don't even like mm. Yeah, they don't even tell me until like later. And now like, that damn. you
0: say like it's access service, I can Yeah, you can, can see, see right? That. Yeah, Access yeah. <laughs> Acts of service is my second. Oh really? I think yeah. my
1: second is quality time. To be honest, I've never thought about like what my Yeah. I've been asked a lot by like especially like, girls they, they they like to know like, oh, what's your love language? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> um You I, could always take the test. Really? I think personally, based on, like, past relationships, maybe, like, physical touch. Like, I, I love <laughs> hugging and, like, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Don't want to get into that, but...
0: Are you big on PDA? Because PDA is something I absolutely hate.
1: I Dude, I get called out by, like, my old teachers and stuff, like, all the time for like, PDA. Because, <laughs> like, I would... Yeah. Like, I, I don't... I personally don't think it's a big deal. I'll just hug, yeah. but, like give them a kiss. Something I wouldn't like just make out in front of like a crowd, you know. Yeah, like, that makes sense. But I wouldn't mind like holding hands because I know holding hands or like just showing affection is like a big no no for some people. Um, for Grace, probably right. No,
0: I think holding hands is fine, but like
1: hugging, no.
0: Like, like hugging, but not for an extended period of time. Like. A Kiss the, like the, a the quick three, peck, the three second roll. Yeah, but like yeah, holding hands definitely doesn't cross any boundaries okay. for me. Interesting. But I just don't like PDA. Oh, like, I, like I don't watching PDA or just both, in general? Okay. or like experience PDA. Like yeah. you know,
2: how about you, Yosh? Yeah, I'm not a huge PDA person, no. but. When I'm blasted, I tend to be a little huggy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys know that. But Your heart <laughs> differs. Yeah. Um,
0: On his birthday, the amount of hugs that I got that day, I was like, oh, my God, get this dude off of me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was so bad. For other people, it was even worse, bro, so you don't even know. What was the question again?
1: Um, Love language. Love language, right. Um, yeah, so I think physical touch... Um, also number 2 is just action for me speaks a lot louder than words okay. cuz um you could say so much but what what do you actually mean it probably not yeah. um but when someone shows what they said and they prove it that means like the world to me
2: that's very interesting you said your second one is words wait words of affirmation or what's your Oh, access service. So, what's what's your first one?
0: First one is quality time. And okay. Then the second one is access service.
2: What's the third one?
0: I can't remember, but I know my last one is physical touch.
2: Okay. I was about to say, if yours is words of affirmation, there's no way, there's no shot because like I literally say so much shit to you.
0: <laughs> but in a way, like I need, like all my close friends, like we don't compliment each other. We just kind of like yeah, shit sure yeah, talk yeah. each other. And a lot of people around me, like, that's what I tend to surround myself with because that's what I like. I yeah, like to bicker I and I like to just, like, you know, be a bitch. But, like, at the same time, like, it's like a joke. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Going back to the friends topic, just to quit going back. um, I think for having my close friends, I, when they do something great, when they achieve something, I am genuinely happy for them. Yeah, but cool. with, I don't know, just acquaintances or, like, friends, there would always i wouldn't say like jealousy behind it but there's always a little oh, oh i wish that could have been me yeah, i wish i could have, have done that but if it's like my personal close friends like where i'm like really close i'm whatever they do like if they become the fucking yeah. president i'll be like i'm so proud of you yeah, with no yeah, sense, of, sense of oh i wish that was me yeah it makes
2: sense yeah. i agree with you no for sure
0: same i'm on the same page oh, amazing yeah so thank you guys all for listening um just to kind of wrap up let's do a little words of wisdom
2: Oh shit! I did not come prepared for this. Fuck. Um, <laughs> um, a big thing for me, and like I've talked to this with a lot of people over break, even too, because I've had a lot of like conversations about how do you manage? How do you manage a lot of things in your life? Whether it's not even like the responsibility that you do throughout your day, it's like more of a matter of like how do you balance your school, your work, your your parent, your relationship with your brothers and sisters, your parents, or your friends, and like everything that encompasses that, and. Um something that was really insightful that somebody said to me last summer was that like you got to be you're almost like a juggler but you're the juggler of like balls with that are made of rubber and made of glass and you need to figure out which ones are you able to drop and they're going to be able to bounce back and which ones you you drop and they're going to break. So think think about that in terms of how you do throughout your day.
0: That was very wise. Thank you.
1: Um for me I'm going to Bring up the Harry Styles quote again. I think that was pretty great. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, yeah, just if you're doing what you love, who's gonna tell you that you're not successful sex- You're not successful. <laughs> I like just like fucking watched it. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I'll repeat that because you could cut it out. But,
0: okay, <laughs> this is my sign to cut. Cut
1: and action. Yeah. Um. Great question. Um. <laughs> um. I'm gonna bring up the Harry Styles quote again um yeah it's just if you are doing something that you love who could tell you're not successful
0: i, <laughs> I can
1: and cut i cut i cannot speak english today <clears throat> okay wow great question I, <laughs> um words of wisdom yoshua i love that um for me i'm gonna bring up <laughs> harry styles again um the great quote he said I hope I don't fuck this up. Um if you're doing something that you love, who could tell you that you're not successful? Um Yeah, brilliant. It's just brilliant. Yeah, it's just think about that. Chris, <laughs> you wanna end it there?
0: <laughs> no, I gotta add mine. Um uh, this is a quote I live and die by. Not a quote, but
2: we die by.
0: Yeah. It's basically um prepare for the worst but hope for the best. Yes. And so um, I use this in all situations, especially when I we went to Florida, oh God. they all of my friends shit on me for bringing the biggest suitcase. But I brought the aloe for all the sunburns, even though I don't get any sunburns. I brought aloe for wow. them, preparing for the worst, hoping that they wouldn't get burned. But I prepared well, um, bringing tennis shoes because we ended up like playing basketball. And so <laughs> I prepared for that. Um, and just other stuff, I guess. But yeah, just taking that with me every day, just like to be prepared and you can't be prepared for everything, but it kind of does like kind of take a little weight off your shoulders knowing that you're prepared for something in the worst case scenario. So yeah, it's like also like you get insurance. You're hoping that you won't crash your car or your house won't burn, but you're preparing for the worst. So yeah, I live and die by that quote. And so... Yeah, that's our podcast, Horrors, for you. Um, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.
1: Boy, Bye.
0: Don't Birds stop
1: flying high. Believe and <laughs> you know how I feel.
0: Hold on to that feeling.